Hello there, friend, and welcome to the first 2024 episode of the Unreasonably Happy Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Aiso Bakin, and this is where I share ideas and reframes, and most of the time it is to help you see something in a different perspective or you know, secretly, I'm just trying to make you be kinder to yourself and have more acceptance and more allowance and more joy. Yeah, that's it. So I'm glad you're here. Today is one of those short language episodes where I have suddenly discovered (laughs) a word that I have used for a long time. And like, suddenly I'll see it or I'll see it in writing or I'll have another association. I'll be like, oh, I didn't realize that this was this word, you know? like finding a different meaning in a word that I already know. And then I thought I would share it with you. It's, you know, the new year is always like a big, a big deal. There's a big like collective energy surge. There's like, oh, it's a new year and a new month and a new week on the same day. And it's something that our brain is called a temporal landmark. So like a landmark, if you're out and you know, you're finding your way and you want to know where you are and where you're going you will notice landmarks and help you kind of find your way. So a temporal landmark is that, but in time. It's something that we notice and we can kind of harness the energy of that. It's not just another day, even though there's a lot of like, meh, well, you know, it's just another day. There's nothing special about January 1st. There is something special about January 1st. So that was the first thing. And then this word that I was thinking about was encouragement to be encouraged to have someone encouraging you and in my mind I've been like oh yeah like encouraging like oh that that keeps me motivated or that cheers me up or cheers me on if someone is encouraging and then I saw it in writing I was reading this book and I was like oh wait what oh encourage this might be silly you might have already thought of this and in which case good on you (laughs) I was today years old last week when I saw this and I was like, oh, what a beautiful expression to give someone courage, to help them find their own courage for something that might be needing courage, you know, to have someone that's by your side and it's like, hey, I know you can do this, supporting you, giving you more courage. If you find something encouraging online or maybe someone else is like oh this is an encouraging sign looking at this information looking at your progress looking at your hopes your you know your tendencies to change over time like oh this is really encouraging it is giving you more courage it's giving you more bravery for something that might need a little more bravery a little more courage so i think one of the most beautiful things someone can do for you is 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 being encouraging is encouraging you to go for your dreams go for your you know for your goals for the things that you want to do for doing something scary because courage which feels like a big word for me for 2024 i don't know about you but being braver in the way that we show up the way that we show up for others and for ourselves and it takes some bravery and being encouraged encouraging someone to share, encouraging someone to be their true self, which I feel like is one of my things that I do, encouraging someone to try something new, encouraging someone to make life easier for themselves, encouraging, giving more courage. If something feels scary, if something feels daunting, to encourage yourself to keep going, to find someone who encourages you, surrounding yourself with content, with people, with books, with you know information, 
that fuels your courage, fuels your bravery. And I want to offer the perspective that if you're doing something new, if you're doing anything at all, and you feel a little scared, there's fear, like there's some fear there, that requires courage. And having courage and doing something scary is not actually the same as being fearless. Because being fearless means you don't feel the fear. And if you don't feel fear, you don't need courage. Does that make sense? If you're not feeling any fear and if nothing, like for something that isn't scary for you, you don't need that courage, right? You don't really need courage to do things that aren't scary. So using your courage for things that for whatever reason you find scary. I find it scary too. I'm trying to think of like specific examples. I'm trying to talk more about everything that I know and everything that I think and everything that I do in my work as a coach. And I find it a bit scary. I find it scary to own the knowledge that I have and to own the fact that I'm interested in so many different things and how they impact each other and how they make me a better coach. And there'll be an episode coming up about this, of how all of my jobs have kind of been the same thing. There's kind of a red thread going through the way that I work, what I bring to the different jobs that I do. And that also impacts how I coach, what kind of coach I am. And it feels a little daunting to be really clear on that and be like, hey, this is who I'm for. This is how I work. This is what I do. So for me going forward, what I'm going to use courage for this year in 2024 and forever, potentially, is doing more of matching the outside to the inside letting more of what's in me come out, letting more of my doing, my habits, my actions, what I say, what I do, match what's inside me, what I really truly am, and not what I think I'm supposed to be, or what I feel like I need to adjust, or <sighs> yeah, and it's already started, like I've already been been doing this for a while, and I want to do it more and more, because when I show up as my authentic self, when I show up as all of me and the real me and all the parts of me that makes me accomplice, <laughs> an accomplice, no, a complex, weird, wonderful, silly, kind human being, I also give other people around me the allowance to be the same. And I want to offer a perspective shift that a friend of mine shared where they had been away for a long time and then they came back to a place that they were used to being and they were like, well, I've worked hard on my self-acceptance and I accept myself, but now the next part of that is my self-allowance, like allowing that to come out. And I think maybe that's where the shift happened for me too. Of like, oh, like I, like I accept myself and I love so many different parts of me. I love the way that I work. I love my perspectives and my ideas. And I'm not always allowing them to come out because it feels scary. It feels a bit vulnerable. It feels like, oh, but if I am truly myself, Will I be rejected? Will I be judged? And then I remind myself, what's the alternative? You know, is it to pretend to be someone else and be liked for being someone that I'm not? No, <laughs> that's not what I want. And I don't want that for others either. So one of the reasons that, that this podcast, that I keep the mistakes in this podcast is also so that you feel like you're talking with me, that I'm talking to you like I would talk to you if you were across from me and you're my friend or my client if I'm your coach and reminding you of how wonderful and amazing you are by being myself 
by being all of me, encouraging, yeah, it's transferable, <laughs> giving you the courage to be all of you by me being all of me. Not so that you can be the exact same as me, but to show you that it's just, it's such a beautiful thing and most, one of the most important things and one of the things I look for in my, in my friends and encourage them and they encourage me right back when they are truly who they are. It makes me love them even more. So I'm going to leave you with this. Being who you truly are also gives others permission to be themselves. And then you can find the people who make you feel encouraged and are encouraging you to be yourself. And that might feel a little scary because we risk getting rejected and we risk getting judged. But the rewards are so big. And every time I find someone where I feel like I can be all of me and gesture and be as enthusiastic as I want and go off on tangents and go off on things that interest me, it's just, it's the best feeling. So, which is also what I'm practicing these days, is talking about how that is in my coaching. I'm here to encourage you, give you courage, help you find the courage that's already in you to be who you really are. And part of that is getting to know yourself better so you know what you like, you know what you want to add into your life, and maybe you know what you want to say no to, what you want to take away so that you are outside your actions and what you say can match your inside, which the name for that is congruence congruency when you are congruent and it just it gives you this feeling of being very real and very honest and I would love that for you in 2024 and if you want any support with that I have open spaces I have spaces available in my schedule for coaching clients and because this is how I use my service providers. Like I don't go to the chiropractor unless I have something that I feel like needs to be realigned. If something is hurting, if something's not working and I'll go once, I'll go once and put things back into place. <laughs> I'll use them as much as I need to. I don't go to my chiropractor once a week for 12 weeks. And I know it's not exactly the same, but I want to give you the option to work with me for a short amount of time to knock down that first domino. If you're like, Hey, this is specifically hurting. This is specifically painful or difficult for me. And I want like a solution for this one specific thing to start that work, to start that domino. So that's why one of the reasons why I offer single sessions and also trios of sessions to have shorter periods of time where you can work through something and get started and not have to commit to three months, six months together for right now. That feels really good for me. And this is me being honest with you. And of course, we could continue after that if it feels really good and if we want to continue to collaborate. But for right now, it feels really nice for me and really honest and also a little brave to offer these kind of sessions, one-off sessions and three sessions. And you can book a free call in the link in the show notes for a free 15-minute call just to see if we're on the same page, to see if I can help you and see what I recommend. If you're wondering if you should do one or three, I would love to talk to you. Or you can send me a message on Instagram. It's the easiest. You can also sign up for my newsletter. Actually, this week, my newsletter is changing a little bit, my happy mail of the week, because I've wanted to mix it up and get another structure on it. So that's coming too. And I'm really happy you're here. And I hope the beginning of 2024 has been lovely and that you're giving yourself credit for everything that happened in 2023 and appreciating where you are and how much you've done already. I'm so grateful for you and I encourage you <laughs> to be kinder to yourself 
as for always creating a life that you feel like you have decided on, that you have chosen, wow, that you have chosen. Next week's episode will be our first guest of 2023, my wonderful friend Amber is coming on. She's a colleague from Integrative Change Work, and we ended up in practice together quite a few times, and she's a wonderful coach, and she talks about overeating and diet culture and all the misconceptions around that, which I loved having this conversation, and I hope you'll enjoy it too. I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye!